This is Jazz Stories from Jazz at Lincoln Center. I'm Alexa Lim. So inspiration is a dynamic process. Documentary filmmakers Ken Burns and Lynn Novick and musician Doug Womble approached scoring music for a film as an unfolding improvisational exploration. Jazz at Lincoln Center's Ken Drucker talks with them about their collaborations on the films Prohibition and the War. Obviously music is important to you in many of the films, it's, yeah. it's key. What's interesting in, uh, in some of the films I'm thinking of jazz in particular, a lot of times music will be used, you'll decide on it afterwards to put it under something you've already edited together. And I know I'm thinking particularly of uh, Louis Armstrong's Stardust in jazz, where you, you start with the entire recording and then make the film work to that. Um, obviously that's intentional. We have, since we started making films, done things a little bit differently. Um, more often than not, we do the lion's share of the recording of our music before we begin editing. And traditionally, a soundtrack to a film is just this, a score, which is a mathematical term, timed precisely to a film that is done editing. Uh, we like to record music not with specific times for scenes that are already complete, but record music that has in itself um, an integrity equal to, we believe, the force that the still photographs, the live cinematography, the footage, uh, the first-person voices, the third-person narration, the complicated sound effects tracks that we'll do, that often will govern the pace and rhythm of the scene that we're doing, that we often find ourselves having to cut short a, a phrase of words to make it fit with phrases of music rather than the other way around where you hand a composer a finished film and that person's responsibility is to provide the wall-to-wall -wall carpeting uh, that will do that and we eschew wall-to-wall -wall carpeting in favor of the tapestries of existing pieces of music that are recorded early on in our editing process that I think change the relationship of music and give it a much more uh, authentic or organic dynamic and an equal footing with the rest of the material. And it also gives, in the process of that happening, I mean, the first, when we were working on the war, went and wrote the music, but we had screens in the studio, and we're looking at these things, and I mean, the, some of the things that he wrote were very sparse, in particular some of the Battle of the Bulb scenes, when I came up with this sort of howling guitar sound that kind of became this little theme of the movie. That was just something that came because we were watching this happen. It wasn't written or planned out. And right. for Prohibition, the same thing. We went in, like in the recording studio, we're looking at film, and I'm just totally zoning in on it and then just right there and then I'm like, I sketch out some chords, give it to you Dan. Can't, you can't, you, know. you, you, you have no idea how different that is. Yeah. That when musicians go into right. to studios to record music for a film, they are looking at a finished film and they are timing it to that scene. Right. Yep. Doug is being inspired by the raw footage and is responding in kind and creating something that may not even necessarily go with that particular footage, but will go with the feeling and the vibe of the film, the, the, the sense of it. And, and in, I think in all of our work, we always strive to have a feeling first of what the film is and then try to live up to it and not impose uh, the, you know, a short research period on it, a short script writing period, that script is not the template for both shooting and editing, but some fluid, corrigible document that is constantly evolving. The research never stops, and that includes the musician. So he has an opportunity to actually make a seminal contribution and not just play his part. Right. And for these guys, the trust, I mean, you're talking about great directors with this huge body of work, 
that have tons of trust in musicians that okay. nobody has. Yeah. Okay, oh. well, when we have incredibly brilliant musicians, it's easy to trust them. Yeah. Not hard. I mean, we've been given so many gifts by you over the years. Uh, that trust comes only because we know how incredibly talented tell, you are. Tell them about the blue light business. That's, yeah, that's what you were just talking about. That, what was that thing called? Right, well, there's, yeah. a, there's a, a little tool that, you, that I have called an Ebo, and right. it, it's a, it's, it's a battery-operated magnet that if you put over a string, it vibrates it infinitely, and so I would play it, and it, it creates this sort of, almost kind of like a saw, if you've ever heard of a saw. Yeah, but a combination of a saw, but also a bo using a, a, a bottle. A bottleneck, A yeah, bottleneck. Slide guitar. A slide guitar, and so you get this combination of both right that. through you, basically, yeah. yeah. They were, I, yeah. I, we were at this giant recording studio, and I just said, well, I'll try this, and you know, we'll see if anyone likes we it. We come running out oh, of Everyone's jumping up and down, what did you do? I was like, <laughs> do that again. Do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what that means for us is that we might have an idea of the kind of thing we want, but it gets exponentially increased to something that's very profound because we have the privilege of working with incredible artists. You know, it's amazing. Ken and Lynn, you uh, obviously work with and get inspired by the musicians, but in what way, I know you mentioned this uh, during this evening's concert, but in what way is filmmaking like making music? I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what it's like to be in an orchestra like this or when you play with other musicians that are really talented. But I, I can see just being around backstage a little bit the level of sort of mutual respect that people have for each other because they are all operating on a plane that's unimaginably high to me. But I think we feel really fortunate we are able to work with an, an amazing team of people. Our writer, Jeff Ward, our producer, Sarah Botstein, our editor, Trisha, who's here. And, you know, when we get in a room with people that we feel you want to work with and you, there's a collaboration that is so um, unencumbered right. with ego or sort of attitude or anything like that. People just throw their ideas on the table and we all want to make the best film we can make and I think that's kind of what happens in the yeah. band. I don't well, know. we see it with you. I mean, I, I've, I've been in the studio and I've seen you, know, you and Sarah or the two of you and Jeff and all these and you just see this like, it's like this force field just gets around <laughs> you guys and you guys are all so insightful in your own ways but you're totally there for the work and you're not so concerned about your own ego, you're concerned about making it good. And that's, Gee, the, and that's the, the grass is always greener. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we are. That's that's how, like, you know. I, I feel this extraordinary fellowship right. when we right. participate in that. There's nothing more joyous for us as filmmakers than the days we spend in the studio or these rare moments yeah. like uh, the, these concerts that we've been having today in which we feel so privileged to be caught up in that world because it is it seems like the fellowship of people who are, have that kind of mutual respect, who listen to each other. In fact, the, the essential ingredient of jazz is listening. And, um, and then the response. And I think it's that, it, it's our intention that we hold ourselves in a kind of tension and attention whose principal uh, aspect is listening and that out of that something unexpected comes rather than just the fulfillment of some predictable routine, like playing the charts that you're numbers, told to right. play, uh, like stamping out the, the widget. You know, Hollywood calls itself the industry. That ought to be the warning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the warning. Right. <laughs> Filmmakers Ken Burns and Lynn Novick and musician Doug Womble you can hear their collaboration in the music of Prohibition at our archives at jalc.org slash jazzcast. And you can find our other jazz stories there and on iTunes. For Jazz Stories, I'm Alexa Lim. 
This series is produced by David Gorin and me at Murray Street. And support comes from Jazz at Lincoln Center. So consider becoming a member or joining us for a live performance. You can find complete information at jalc.org.